Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grip Lock Foundation Disc Golf Weekly Podcast. I'm Hunter, joined as always by Trevor and Connor. And uh, before we get into today's episode, we actually don't have an ad, but we do have something much more important, much more near just and dear pro- to my Just propaganda, heart. not an ad. Hey. Okay. Much more near and dear to my heart. This has been talked about but still, for many minutes still, before the podcast. Still skip ahead 30 seconds as if you normally would. <laughs> <laughs> if you head over to Twitter, and you, you actually, it probably going to be easier if you go to my Twitter to find this. <laughs> Uh, I have quote tweeted where Trevor was, I mean, it's a funny idea. It's a funny idea. It's a very, very, very it was a good idea. idea, but a very dangerous idea to let his Twitter following decide his next putting putters. Well, no, it was decided until you interfered. No, it was, it was admit this, admit this. It was going to be decided in the way that I decided it until you interfered. Is that correct? But I'm is not that interfering. Correct? You I mean, are. You are right now. This is interfering. Is that correct? Do you know? Do you know what me to say it? No, you can. I'm just saying. Is what I just said. Is that correct? No. Oh, is is, is. is Hunter not, not one of your Twitter followers? Yeah, I'm literally just a follower of your Twitter He's account. Not just a Twitter follower. You know that as well as anybody does. <laughs> okay. Would you be upset if someone else had quote tweeted one of yours and done the same thing as me, or is it just because it's me? No, it's definitely because it's you. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so one of the answers is Polcat. <laughs> one of the answers is Polcat, and we are currently. Eight likes away from it passing the pin rows. When we started with five a, minutes ago, it was 20. Unfortunately, so. <laughs> unfortunately, the count was stopped this morning when I woke up. That's not how... Let me read you the rules of his initial twit, tweet. Go ahead, and read them. I'm changing putters because my current ones don't go in. I'm switching to whatever reply gets the most likes, as long as I can obtain them. Fire away. And I've already told Trevor that I will purchase him the poll cat. There's so, a statute of limitations what, on my tweets. No, there's it's not, a, though. Yeah, whatever reply gets the most it's likes... implied. We're going to make it the poll cat. Uh, everyone wants to see it, Trevor. I'm um, not going to do it. And I'm going to buy you two polecats. That's, I mean, if you want to if you want to lie on Twitter, that's okay. But yeah, I'm going to put you in a position where you have to. I, I Listen, at least right, I don't get blocked moves. by So World now Champions. that we started the podcast with some tension. There's no I'm, tension. There's no tension. There's no oh. tension. Oh, I, oh yeah, for, you're for right. Once, there's no tension in here. For once, I don't care. I just, I'm not going to do it. No, and I'm, I'm going to buy him. I won't deal I with will this make my election Twitter, fraud. I will make my Twitter just full of... Trevor, like Polecat, be like day three of tweeting without Trevor putting with Polecats like he said he was going to. Mm. Day four. I hope people I hope people enjoy that content. I hope you don't lose followers. Okay, off-season movement. You guys are a fun bunch. <laughs> <laughs> off-season movement. Katrina Allen's announcing today. It's definitely not going to happen during this podcast. I think but if it all, does, we we'll have breaking news. If we're making news. the predictions right now, we all have to do it as if it was already announced. So that'd be really funny to play I already back. did mine last week. What'd you do? We'll do it again. Yeah, I'll just. You want me to just play the clip that I'm going to post on Twitter? Uh, yeah, sure. Wait, you did do it last week? Yeah. Do you not remember? Um, you can't you, play it because of copyright. Here, we go, here you go. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, you're right. Did you're you do right. infinite? No. Here you go. What? Why do I forget this? <laughs> I was I'll there. That's sick audio. Oh uh, wait, I'm connected to Bluetooth. Oh no, you that said so that's right. You did it with the DJ. Hey, 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 don't spoil it. Jeez. Damn. Look, guys, I am telling you, you can laugh all you want. Katrina Allen is going to DGA. I don't care what anyone says. People can be crazy. No. got that basket money, and they're drawing her Are you in. interrupting That's her me? First sponsor. She's coming home. I'm saying That's we should. Right. We need I to all. We need to that. all do it right now, as if it happened already. Okay. So you need to be like, congrats oh, on your okay, DGA. Okay. And then Connor, you just pick which one happened and put it in there. Okay. No, no, no. I'm saying we have to. We have to post them all, no matter no matter what. So just look. Oh, you look that's ridiculous. hilarious. Oh, jeez. Only one of us is gonna look correctly in porn. Right. <laughs> all right, cat. You know, I knew it was coming. Congrats to moving to DGA. You won't see this because I'm blocked. But you know, I'm really proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really happy for your move. Uh, I think you're gonna do well with their discs. And uh, yeah, looking forward to the season. All right. Good, Trevor. I, I, I hadn't even decided <laughs> completely in my head. Okay. Okay. Congrats, Katrina Allen, on the move to Infinite Discs. Uh, I know it's going to open up a lot for your career. Excited to see what happens and what uh, new stuff comes out of it. That's great. That's great. Congrats, Kat. I I knew it. It was coming for months. I knew that you were going to end up at MVP, and <laughs> I just think that that gyroplastic is never going to be as thrown as well as you throwing it. So, c- congratulations. I was That's like the one company that literally came out yeah. and said she's not coming to our company. Dang it, <laughs> Galaxy Brain. I, I will uh, say, go for it. I was literally like, as I, think I was just trying to throw you off the scent. As I was making that sentence of congratulating her, I was still deciding if I was going to say Discraft or Infinite. Mm. The I just don't think Discraft can afford only it. Thing I Double down on DGA, double down DGA, triple triple DGA. It's gonna be infinite. 
Only reason I doubled down on DGA was I saw people on Reddit with insane amount of confidence that I haven't seen since the Ricky DD deal. Of About like DGA? People, uh, yeah. Someone someone said I'll give you a lot of props. I mean, well, hey, whoa, what happens? What happens if she goes to DGA and I have to putt with steadies? I already made that deal. Oh. Oh no. I'll allow, I'll allow the pole cat to be an outside the circle putter. <laughs> okay. And then steadies be the inside the circle putter. <laughs> okay. I'll allow that to happen. <laughs> Assuming I mean people might love you so much that they go to my tweet and then vote for the Penrose. There's not that's not happening because they don't like they're not realizing that, that I what? I don't think huh? that's happening. <laughs> uh, anyways, and it doesn't matter. But someone, what I was saying, someone I'm not on do it. <laughs> it's now. I believe it's tied now. Uh, someone, it's just the influence of this podcast. As soon as we start filming, <laughs> they just start rolling in. Uh, someone on Reddit though responded to like someone who was like, "There's no way she's going to DGA." And I was like, "You want to bet? I'm I'm 100 percent confident she's going to DGA." And the the person responds like, "Yeah, I'd bet." He goes, "All right, I'll give you one a thousand to one odds." Yeah, I could say that on Reddit too. I'll, I'll go on Reddit right I know, now and I'm tell just people saying, I'll give them a million to one odds. But he wasn't. <laughs> and the only I won't person. do it. <laughs> also, it, the other thing. Can I still is, take those odds? Probably. The other I thing. Take those odds the other thing is this is this is what made me even convince it even more is the person. Uh, someone said uh, Hunter on Griplock like said that he thought she might be going to DGA, but he wasn't like sure. Blah blah. And the person responds and said, someone responded, and this is what made me even more convinced because it was filled with foundation hate. Plus, she's going to DGA. They responded and said something along the lines of, uh, I'm so sick of Hunter pretending like he doesn't know what all of us already know. She's clearly going to DGA. No. And he's just, and he said, she's clearly going to DGA, and I'm sick of him acting like that was just a uh, prediction he pulled out of thin air. And I was like, that was a prediction I pulled out of thin air, but that's going to be sick <laughs> if she goes to DGA. First of all, I just want to go back to a thousand to one odds. Like, can you imagine if somebody actually like you put a thousand bucks on that and retire when it hits? Well, except for the person definitely couldn't pay you a million dollars. Um. Anyways, other than that though, have you actually seen the best conspiracy going around Twitter about where cats going? It's coming to foundation. To us, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. people. people thought- there are multiple people I've seen now that think that we have just like created this whole stir. Just to like announce that we are the ones that signed Cat. I mean, that I would wish be awesome. we were. I wish that would be what awesome. Was, what was funny was I had told, I had said like we're signing two people under contract right now. We're looking at. We actually just signed our third. We're looking at possibly four or five total. Uh, but I had said like on podcasts in the past, we have two people that we are announcing later this year, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Oh my gosh, it's Cat and Rick." Like they're just they're creating well, fake beef. And the other thing that would <laughs> it would have made sense too, like the other part of the. Equation was people were like, well, the announcements on Wednesday, grip blocks on Wednesday, like it yeah. does. When he, I honestly probably could have convinced myself. I too. actually am convinced. Yeah, I'm not convinced. You guys I'm just not convinced that Hunter <laughs> is just about to pull it out of his back pocket. But I mean, that'd be sick. I don't have a back oh, pocket. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> if he had one, he's wearing sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. Have back pocket. No, I got a sick today, side pocket. That's cool. It fits my oh, wallet. Sick, not man. quite a back pocket though. And nice, Katrina Allen's too out of here. Uh, other offseason movements. So yeah, Katrina Allen's going to announce today. We're before the end of the podcast. I'll continue. Well, actually, I probably shouldn't be the one checking social I media because I can't I should see. have like her Instagram notifications on, huh? Her yeah. post notifications. Yeah, you should. So that um, way, uh, that way, if a post happens while we're we filming, I don't know why she would announce it eight thirty a.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> but if she did, what we time could, zone is she in? Uh, Central, I think. So it's even like seven a.m. No, actually, I don't know, because I saw a post that she was like, someone on like a Richmond disc golf page, local page, said they saw her at uh, Outlet. It's in Virginia. Hmm. So, so she might be in Virginia. She might be, she might be like on break, the East Coast. It could break. Maybe she's in today. Charlotte. Maybe. No, Maybe no. it'll break during the banter. That's like the worst case scenario. The one podcast that's not supposed to be about disc golf <laughs> and it breaks during that. Uh, other offseason okay. movement that happened, we had Cynthia Ricciotti <laughs> joining Team Discmania. Uh, and then Linus Carlson gets picked up. Yeah, with, with uh, Kyle Klein. Lionel, Linus Carlson gets picked up by Latitude 64. Uh, he's one of the highest rated players in Europe. I think he's the yeah. second highest rated player in Europe. So that could be a big pickup for Latitude. Also, something I learned, Vino McKella has a pretty massive YouTube channel. Doesn't it's all it's all in a different language. I think yeah, he, no, that's, Finnish or Finland. I was I was actually as soon as you said that he had that following, I was like, I bet he it's like European. Like I yeah, bet he no, yeah, it's fully European. Yeah. He has fifty thousand subscribers on YouTube. Wow. 
Like it's one of the bigger disc that's golf sick. YouTube channels. European audience, and it's no just joke. pure European audience. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, that's so really that's cool. something to keep an eye on. I don't really, well, not really. You keep know an eye what? On. You know what's cool the crazy know. thing that we've never considered? Like, what if? Because like there, obviously, there are a lot of sports that are way bigger in Europe than they are in the U.S. Yeah. What if disc golf becomes? What one of if those? disc golf became bigger? Like blew up in Europe. Like it's already pretty big. What if it blew up in Europe? And then, like, we were, like, the U.S. tour was considered, like, the smaller of the tours. I don't think that'll think happen. Think about that. But it definitely could happen. It could. It absolutely it could. could. Well, I think the only reason I think it won't is, as of right now, all of the, like, best players, biggest money is in USA. So, European players are trying to come over here. Right. The, to make the, a name the, for themselves. The, yeah, the difference would be just if so many more people were playing the sport in Europe would be what that that yeah that's what would change things. That's what yeah it would shift. It could <laughs> that happen. would be wild. <laughs> it could happen. Then we're just all moving to Europe. Where <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, Finland. Finland's cool. No, we're not moving. To I hear people in Finland are really nice. You do. I've never met someone. From, well, I've met you and he I've was very nice, that. but I didn't know if you were like making a joke. No, no, no. I've heard oh, that just like Finnish people are really nice. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's it. Yeah. I wasn't making, I realize. I realize now it sounds like I was making like a sarcastic joke. Yeah, where, it sounded like we're like, like I had a friend who was Finnish and he was a jerk, but that's not the case. <laughs> I just have heard that they're really nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, the only person I ever met is UC and he he was very nice. He was strictly business, but All he was business. also pretty funny. Um, I was, I had something else to say. It's gone. It's not important. It was, it was someone. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. If you want to be like a little uh, trendy hipster disc golfer, I, I feel do. like I do. I do. The thing to do right <laughs> now, up. the thing to do right now is like subscribe and like follow Vino McKella because you don't understand any of his subtitles, content. English subtitles. Yeah, but like that'd be like the cool. Be like, oh, oh, you didn't see Vino's latest video? I'm just gonna learn Finnish. <laughs> there, there you go. That's a real thing. That would be really hipster. How do you spell his name? I'm asking for a friend. V a i n o. I actually would love some like Finnish, some like Finnish disc golf like apparel. Heck yeah, we should get. Can we buy Power Grip apparel? Isn't that the like big retailer over there? Yeah, I think that's what like all of them are sponsored by. Fifty one k. That's what I'm saying. Oh, he's went up a thousand since I said it. He's growing like crazy. I would Again, love the podcast. We got that influence, man. I would love. Is it a live show? Are we? Are we being pranked? <laughs> I would love some like some. I love obscure like sports. I, I don't understand. Can I? Oh, I can translate. translate. Consider me Google. a hipster. I've just subscribed. Boom! I can't Go translate to, uh, the site. Accessories, I guess. Accessories, or is it under products? Oh yeah, or shirts. There's hoodies. What are you doing? You want a hoodie? I want anything that says something in the Finnish language. <laughs> All right, let's look here. They, have they just have stock one. What is this? Nico Radia Lock Series hoodie? I don't know what that is, but I'd wear it. Dude, so Finnish. What am I even looking at? It's like a, a bird swinging on a pendulum. I don't Dude, want that hoodie. I want to go to the shirts. That's Dark Horse. If I was Finnish, I'd 100%. Oh, like, they have Vino McKella shirts. And yeah. Oh, they have a Vino McKella crew neck. Oh, that's cool. Oh, heck yeah. That's what I want. Let me just say that Vino McKella is an awesome name. Like, that is a that is a, that sick is a very name. cool name. Vino is is he for sure Finnish? Do we know that? Vino? We should yeah. probably that check that. That is the most Finnish name I've ever heard in my life. How much do you know about Finland? Fi- oh, hockey. Cool. I know a lot. Of, I watch if a lot of I hockey, was, so that's where my okay, Finnish name 100% if I was Finnish and I was a disc golfer, I would make t shirts that said, I may be Finnish, but One I'm just thing, getting, Go ahead, keep going, keep going, keep going. It would say, I may be finished, but I'm just getting started. (laughs) That's sick. Nice. One thing about, uh, like, Nova Scotian names. What is 60 euros? The, uh, the, uh, like, (laughs) Norwegian, like, Swedish, and Finnish names (laughs) is all of their last names. $70. Oof. All their last names have, like, very similar patterns to it. Like, I know, I think it's, um, I, like, Swedish, like, a lot of their last names end in strum. Mm. Like, like for instance, like a hockey players, like I noticed, you were so and then I think interested in that. I That's think a good tip. I think it. I think it's, or I think it's actually Iceland. There's somewhere I think it's Iceland where all of their names end in like Victor. their father's name. What's that? Yeah, that would be like a Swedish last name. But there, there's one. I think it's Iceland where all of their last names end in their father's. Their last name is their father's first name and then son. Or daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's like a CrossFit girl. Hunter, her last Treverson. name is her last name is Thor's daughter because that's sick. Her dad's name is Thor, yeah. and then Thor. Yeah, like 
That makes sense. That's awesome. Yes, that is. Like, that I would be Bob's son. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but then would... would be Robertson. But then would Robertson. Your, so Robertson. Like, Robertson. Which is just normal. That's Trevor where, Robertson. That is actually where a lot of those names come from, is is that. That's why a lot of them sound so normal. Thompson. What? So wow. would, your, would your son be Brooks Trevor's son? Or Brooks Bobson because your last name's Bobson. No, it goes to it goes to the so next it just keeps dad, going. So you so how do you have like, unless everybody just carries down the last name? I don't know enough well, about it. Because it's out of my I death. think way like way I'm, back in like medieval I'm out times, of my it was like son of Trevor, like so and so son of Trevor, and so then, then they, they shortened, shortened it. it to Trevorson. It's just it's awesome. That is really it's cool. awesome, son. It's, it's awesome, awesome sauce. <laughs> it's awesome sauce. Have you ever had awesome sauce at Wendy's? No, I'd like save to that try for the it. banter. It's very good. <laughs> Uh, all-star lineup has been made official, uh, on the FPO side, only Kristen Tatar is not coming, so we have Rebecca Cox filling in her spot, but there to be Paige Pierce, Katrina Allen, Missy Gannon, Sarah Hokum, Haley King, Jessica Weiss, Kona Panis, Lisa Fakus, Heather Young, Owen Scoggins, Deanne Carey, and Rebecca Cox. On debate night, I don't know if this person's lying or not, I hope they're not, we were told that the snake draft is going to be live-streamed. That's electric. Of them picking the... Well, it's electric am, ex- until you're the last person picked. Yeah, no. That's the only reason I'm watching the draft is to A, see if there's like an obvious I didn't pick somebody moment where it's like, oh, they must not really like them, which will probably happen at least once. And then B, to see who gets picked last because that's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be clear about I what's funny and what's... Bully. You got to be clear about what's funny and what's not because if not, you get called TMZ. Uh, on the MPO side, we have Eagle McMahon, <laughs> Calvin Heimberg, Adam Hammes, Kyle Klein, Kevin Jones, James Conrad, Chris Dickerson, Drew Gibson, Matty O, Nico LaCastro, and then filling in for Paul and Ricky, Ezra Aderhold, and Gannon. I'm going to go out and say it right now. I think that all-star, there's too many all-stars. I think it's too big? Yeah. I think it needs to be down there's to... There's going to be two teams of six. I think 12. Right? I think it needs to be eight of each, not 12. Two teams of six. I think I think twelve is ridiculous when there's not enough. There's not enough. Uh, the league well, isn't think, saturated enough. I don't think enough. all of them are playing everything, because I think they're doing yeah, that's not, three teams. They're doing six teams. Of they're all two? gonna they're all gonna play the doubles and singles. It's just the skill events. They they pick like two for each one. So they're not. Uh, I don't think they're all gonna do the skill events. Yeah, because there's accuracy, distance, 12, and putting skills event. I don't. I don't think the tour is saturated enough to be picking twelve all stars and being like, yes, like you cannot. You cannot seriously look at me and be like, now nah, I know Ezra and Gannon. Well, I guess the other back end would be like Nico and Matteo. You can't look at me and say they had all star caliber seasons. Matteo, I don't. I think he had a good season, but I don't think he had an all star caliber season. If you go down to eight, I think it's more like yeah, those guys were the all stars. That's just my opinion. Well, I think the tough part. It's it's tough to define like what is the standard for all star. But well, also the tough part is you don't have the two of the best players from last year, Ricky and Paul, even there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The top eight would fill out really nice if you had Ricky and Paul. Well, top there. if you have Ricky and Paul in there, then Drew Gibson and Chris Dickerson aren't in the top eight. That's okay. That's tough. Yeah. Well, it should be tough. <laughs> be be a few <laughs> higher spots up, like, and Fair. you make the all star. Like, I think that's what I'm saying. Like, there should be you should have snubs in the all star. Yeah. Because like it should be that competitive. Right now, nobody even got close to snub from the All Star because, like those guys in the end are like Gannon Burr, Ezra Aderhold. Like, I'll just say like those are lucky. To, they're lucky to be All Stars. What does snub mean? Snubbed like you, you should have got in. People you will say people you will say like oh they gotcha. got snubbed. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> but the uh, so there's distance, accuracy, putting for the skills competition, and then they're gonna have a doubles match and singles. It sounds like. Right? Did I miss anything there? That's the All Star Weekend. It. That's I believe the so. Weekend. Uh, funniest thing last night. All Star Special. Because I know y'all didn't listen to Debate Night. Was I actually tuned in? Did you? For a little bit. Uh, so we we did this. Right I'm gonna ask y'all. Boy. I'm gonna ask y'all's <laughs> opinion because I already gave mine on Debate Night. Okay. But I'll ask y'all's opinion on this. We essentially had uh, you like name who you think's gonna win, the distance. Oh, sick. Uh, putting mm. and accuracy. And we went, we were like, all right, we'll do putting first. And then we went through FPO and then we we're like putting first for MPO. And Silas goes, Ricky Wysocki. Mm. After we had read it twice. Tough. And I was like, well, Silas, we Tough. just read the list. Ricky's not there. He goes, oh, okay, read it again. So we read it again. And he Silas goes, Paul. he's like, all right, all right, all right, Paul. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Silas. He's being jokes. That's what I said. And he was like, no, he, I looked up and he was flustered. Like he was just like, <laughs> he's like, uh, well then, uh, and I was like, Silas, that you can't so be serious. Funny, dude. He hasn't got Sometimes the composure yet. you just get yet. put on the spot like that. Yeah, Connor's been there. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the producers, guys. It's always the people behind the camera. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, okay, FPO, who's winning putting? 
Um, I'm, I want to pull up a list. Oh, no, I already know who. It's going to be Heather Young. She's nasty with the there putter. You go. Heather, that's, who, that's who Brody and Silas Heather Young is nasty with I the I had a different answer. But what's, your, what's your answer? Yeah, who did I'm you not telling pick? you. Oh. Really? Well, I'll say it after you, but did I'm not you, giving you a Maybe you picked Own. I feel like she's a decent putter. But I Heather, feel like Heather is Young a is decent putter. Heather Young is nasty. You can have the same answer as him if you want. Absolutely. I think that I I think that, that is genuinely Heather my Young? answer. Yeah, my yeah. answer is Owen Scoggins. Okay. I know you like the I, th- I think people forget both how of them good were, people Scoggins forget is. that Heather Young I, won the like bracket thing that they did. Seeing both of them at USDGC, their both so their like, putting was was pretty good. Yeah, I think Owen Scoggins. I think he- Heather Young's better from range. Uh, but we don't. Say. We also don't know what the putting competition is going to be. We don't because it mean, could be like a sprint time thing, and all that matters is if you get a no putt off. <laughs> there ain't no way. So we have no idea what any of these competitions. I hope. Be. I will say for for the like all of these showcases, I hope that they are like thought out a little more than just like okay, put three from this spot, three from this spot, and like I hope they like add some twists and make them fun and yeah, not just and like, like super straightforward. Like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Accuracy. Where do I find this list? Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Uh, accuracy. Yeah, it was very. It's, you can't really find it on their website, or like it's very hard on the Pro Tours website to find what you're looking for. It's but on, on you can go page. on their Instagram and you'll find it. Um, accuracy. FPO. Who you got? Mm. This is tough because this one we have no idea what it consists of. Well, you also accuracy. also the tough thing that I overlooked last night, but I'll stick with the answer I gave last night is you don't know who's going to be picked for what. Right. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I think it's a safe bet to say Heather Young is probably going to get picked for the putting, considering yes, she won so. the putting competition. And I would imagine Owen Scoggins gets picked for the putting too. Um, Accuracy. well, yeah, I guess if I'm going to eliminate the distance and Paige and Cat, well, I wouldn't surprise me if Paige and Cat get picked for distance. So I'm just going to write. Both oh, they're them the captains. Off. They're going to pick themselves. Yeah. So we're saying who we think is going to get picked. No, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Okay. Man. The accuracy. Because the accuracy, like, if it's like. It depends on the range that it is yeah. to some extent. I honestly want to pick Sarah Hokum just because of the forehand. There you go. Because a yeah, forehand that's and an, honestly what the forehand in an accuracy competition might be lethal. Like it could be very useful. So I, I'm gonna pick Hokum. That is what I was thinking was her for that exact reason, but I'm not gonna say her now because you just said it. So oh, okay. I'm gonna say I don't know. Is, is Katrina Allen a dumb pick? I no, like that's a great pick. Accurate. If that's she gets picked, pick. if she gets picked that's for that, what, she could absolutely. That's win. who I pick. Yeah, that's. I don't think she'll get picked for it again because I think that she'll be the distance. Well, no, they may. No, they I, may pick, pick I like picked Haley Katrina for Allen. distance or something like that. Yeah, true. I picked Katrina Allen for the accuracy. All right, distance time. Who's winning it? Page. Page. I, I picked Page. Brody or Silas picked uh, Haley King. She just threw far. Mm, she does throw far. Haley King can rip, but I think Page. But I think Page. Unless they incorporate a forehand, then Haley King sweeps. True. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. All right, MPO, putting, accuracy, distance. Ooh, putting. Just hit all three. It's ooh, putting. I'm gonna give. To, I feel like almost every single guy on here sometimes is completely deadly with putting, and sometimes is a yeah. Little off. Well, it's just a question of who's gonna. Oh, I'll probably give it to Matteo. I'll give mm. it to Matteo. You could mm. pick so many guys on that list and not be ridiculous. Yeah, like Conrad yeah, from distance will just not miss. Like uh, Kyle Calvin is also like unconscious on the putting green. Well, that's the thing too. Gannon's you don't know, a really you, good putter. You don't know how much Circle Two or Circle One. Like what yeah. the format. Dickerson is obviously stone cold as what well. Do you, what do you got? Kyle? But I've got mm, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Eagle. Because I think that in this, there's not a chance he's in the putting. Yeah, he's not. He's going. He's not there. No way. There's putting. There's accuracy and distance. Okay. He's not a bad pick. He's a great putter. I just, I just don't want to see you. You're definitely going to get picked for distance. You're right. He, he will. He will. (laughs) Watch us all be wrong. My my reasoning was just going to be because you're right. He's not going to get picked for that. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just thinking his personality. I think in a situation like that where it's like, it's like. More just hype around the event. It's and I feel like he would be good in that situation. But no, he'd be a great. Everybody on that list could win a putting competition. All right, I'm saying Dickerson then. I went Matteo last night. All right, Trevor, accuracy. Accuracy is where I'm going to go with Dickerson because if there's like if it goes like short to long range, he is just he's very pinpoint from just about every distance. I I like Dickerson for accuracy. I mean, he's the best. He's the best Woods player on that list. Um, I like really. I like James for accuracy. I also had Dickerson for accuracy. Uh, I think uh, one of them had Adam Hammes for either Brody or Silas last night. For what? For accuracy. <laughs> Did they watch the Shelly Sharp? <laughs> uh, Out there playing. Uh, in oh, the field. speaking of uh, Silas, I think picked Drew for 
putting. What? After the Shelly Sharp. That's yeah. tough. Silas. Um, he was all over the place. Gosh, uh, man. Having something Distance night. contest. Trevor, go for it. This is going to definitely be an Eagle versus Drew showdown, and either one of those guys could win. I'm going to pick Drew because I'm going to root really hard there for you go. Drew. That's that's what makes our list different. I was Eagle. I w- yeah. We almost Drew, had the same. If I had to, let's put it this far. way. If I had to bet money, I'd probably bet Eagle because he just has un- like he's ridiculous distance, but I think Drew can beat him depending on the format. So I'm gonna root for Drew. I think Eagle. I think Eagle wins, but I think Drew is more entertaining to watch. So who's I your pick? Know. I will say at is the your distance. Pick Eagle? At the distance. My pick, showcase, my pick is Drew. At USDC, okay. that I distance showcase, Eagle. Eagle's very entertaining yeah. to watch, especially when he threw that forehand. That's another Drew one. Just gets so much. Snap this is another on one discs. where if they have forehands, yes, you're right. If they have, <laughs> it's distance. It's they, not yeah. snap. Right. It's not a decibel counter of like who can snap it, it the loudest. I would. I would watch that. I would too. That'd be sick. I, I would watch that. A That'd snap, be electric. A decibel snap. That is brilliant. We should do it. That should be a. And speaking of brilliant ideas, I need frick. I didn't want to talk about this because it's just debate night. But I came up with the greatest idea I think I've ever come up with. So, you know, like Brody was talking about how he wanted to have indoor practice, right? Yep. And we were saying there's no way to have an indoor disc golf course. You need too much space. Mm-hmm. Then I came up with an idea where you don't need too much space. All you need is approximately 500 feet of straight. So a warehouse, a, co- a part of a warehouse, just a side mm-hmm. of the warehouse. An airplane hangar. And like make it up, up to about 30 feet wide. Okay. okay. So literally just a section so all of you a need warehouse. Is that. All you need. Yeah, but you don't need the full warehouse. 500 feet. You just need a section of a warehouse. Uh-huh. That's much more doable than a full 18-hole course inside. Absolutely. Yes. So that was that's what we were saying. <laughs> we were trying to figure this out. But be, with my design, you can play a full 18-hole course inside. Okay, how does that work? So you have a basket and you have poles that line the wall. And they stick and out. No, no, or no. They're all on motors. So you like yeah. press a hole you two press and it, it changes. And it forms the fairway. The basket comes up to like 300 feet and that's the fairway cool. forms. That's very cool. And then you can cool. make it move to the left or right. That's why it needs to be 30 feet wide to that be a cool. hyzer and hyzer practice. And I then you that. throw from the same spot. Only thing you can't do is elevation. But logistically, and well, you, you can't really practice well, super long putts because as, if, as long as you get to the other end of the warehouse. Well, never mind. The basket will be. The basket mind. moves. Yeah. Logistically, a nightmare, but cool idea. But much more doable than trying to create 18 holes courses inside. I don't know that it is because all you're lacking is the space. Well, yeah, for but space that. you're gonna need a freaking mall. In or this something. case, you're lacking the technology to program. Like you have to program I mean, motors. No, that technology exists. Well, no, but I'm just saying like it's harder to acquire that than I think it's harder to acquire that, that like, than land where you just have to put up walls. I don't know. I don't know. Think about how much fun mall disc golf would be. It would be. We need to do that for a video. Oh, that'd be yeah. so sick. Imagine if there was like an abandoned mall around There's here. There's got to be one somewhere. It's all right. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do it. a skip shot forehand into the, into the Spencer's gifts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's time for the fan favorite segment, Trevor's trivia. Actually, now that I've said Trevor's name, let's get a little update on that pole cat counter. That little pole cat. Rent, Is it like a pole. Sounds like it's rent free in your head. <laughs> What's the update, Hunter? How many likes does it have? 349. The funny thing is the Penrose one's at 347. So it's, it's still, still neck and close. neck. It's still neck and neck. The other issue, so I think I'm going to delete my first tweet that directs people to the That's wrong funny because if it stays that close, like all it would take is one more subtweet from me and I could like, I could just win again. I'm going to delete that tweet. so that cause I don't think to, I want to because I don't think I care enough. I'm just going to make a point, statement. You should just tweet and say i'm gonna put with this. i think you know hunter matter. i think we should, already did that i think we should just yeah. make and i it, said i said we will riot i think we should just make one final twitter poll <laughs> let's use fa- from foundation's account yeah a twitter poll of no what i would Trevor lose that with. i would lose that 100 i would lose that you so you think i could beat be- you in a twitter poll? because i'm winning like i would essentially be no, winning here's what, here's either what we'll way do. because people want to see me put with here's what we do we do this we it's say, like me versus me but one of the me's gets humiliated and no no that. no listen to me hear me out here we've used foundation's account yeah, there's we no say, situation where No, this. there is. Listen to this. We use Foundation's account. We say, vote for what you want Trevor to putt with next season. Uh-huh. Vote Hunter if you want it to be Polecats. Vote Trevor if you want it to be EV7. Oh, so it's, just Hunter, it? it's just Hunter and Trevor. I'll still lose. I'll lose. But you got to admit, you're closer there. Because mm-hmm. a lot, enough people would be like, oh, Hunter and Trevor and a pole, Trevor. And just scroll. I Keep going. Lose. All right. Well, speaking of Twitter, very <laughs> very relevant for, for Trevor's trivia today. Because today, we're going to do a little a little uh, guessing game on how many tweets has the foundation gang made. Okay. Obviously the first, the first guess you're going to have pretty much no clue because like if you now Hunter, maybe, maybe Hunter knows how many tweets he's made. Maybe he's glanced at it before, but um, 
you're probably not going to really know off the first one, but after you get the first answer, you'll kind of have a baseline for like, oh, okay, I know how many tweets that person's made. This is this is tweets. <laughs> I mean, this, I mean <laughs> there's no chance I ever know. It's a great game. This is no, a great game. like like if I if you if the first one is gonna be me, and then I tell you eventually how many tweets I had, you'll then know based on what, how many t- I have tweeted. You have a somewhat of a guess, a ballpark sure. guess on what sure. other people have. Sure. The so goal is just is it close? Is it close? I'm ready. It's gonna be is it, yeah closest to the correct answer. Without I'm going, ready. Without go, is it closest? And, without- and whoever get, the way we're gonna do it is whoever's closest gets a point. So we're not going is, total. Is it closest without going over? Is what I was gonna ask. Yes. Okay. We'll go. Cl- oh. We'll go closest without going over. If you both go over, then it's just closest. I um, hate that. I understand the point in that rule, but I think it's silly. Uh, you know what? Should we just do it other okay? way around? Can we go just closest okay? Just closest in them. Just closest. Then, wow. Because we're gonna do it so that my opinion has never had such a so impact. that nobody gets like blown out. We're gonna do it so that you just win a point for each one, not okay. like okay. so then That's somebody okay. doesn't lose by like a couple thousand. That well, I just sense. didn't want I didn't want Connor to say ten thousand. I'm like, there's no way it's that, so I'm gonna get one. So, right. so I'm close. Okay, about going you're right. Over. That I wanna, is ridiculous. I want to get it close. Gotcha, so gotcha, I've got gotcha. I've got the foundation squad in here, and we're gonna start with myself. And this is the one you're really not gonna like probably have an idea. And this is tweets, retweets, replies, total tweet counter. Oh, wait, total like. Total tweet. Can you tell me how long you've had a Twitter? This Twitter I've probably had for like a year. You going first or me? You want rock, paper, scissor it? I'm just going to go first. Okay, okay that's it. fine. I, I had a really solid guess that I was just going to say, yeah. but now it feels like too little, but I'm just going to say it. I'm scared I'm going to laugh at. There's, no, just say it. It's 90. Okay, that's ridiculous. Okay, I'll go 100 just so I get the point. It's seven hundred and thirteen. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna guess a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. Well, there's three hundred sixty-five days in the year. I feel like I've tweeted ninety about one singular event before. The replies are the know. kicker because, like, there'll You're be right. time, there'll You're be right. times where, like, I might replies tweet twenty times tweets. in an hour. Yeah, seven hundred actually seemed low to me. Okay, so now that you know that seven hundred is my I number, see, now I know. Now I know. I took. Do you the have a baseline there. Hunter's got one point. Um, the next one is Hunter. You know, am I going first? Yeah, I'm gonna say fifteen hundred. I'm going to say 1450. Oh, come on. 1885. Dang it! Yeah. I tweet a lot. I was going to say 16, but then I didn't. <laughs> All right. Commanding lead, and there's only three more to go. So, the <laughs> yeah, you, Kyle, you really need to make a move here. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Silas. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 20. Surely it's like close to a hundred. No, dude, he just started his what Twitter, but he tweets guys? free a hundred, hundred and fifty. Yeah, what? <laughs> he tweets all the time. What the crap? You're not. You don't. You don't go on Twitter yeah. much. Do I you? don't go on Twitter okay. much. No, twenty. I, like, I think Silas has tweeted twenty about just like replying to me twenty times. I feel like I thought yeah. it feels like he just started his Twitter like last month. No, it's been like he a few interacts months, on Twitter, but he, he's on Twitter a lot. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, just well, just for kicks, we'll <laughs> yeah. go. Connor will be next. Yeah, like ten. <laughs> I'm gonna go with 25. 78. What the heck? <laughs> what have I? Who's been taking my Twitter account? Like they add up. You tweet because, a lot more than you think. Because like every time Brody so. sends something to the group chat, he's like, "Retweet this." There's a tweet. You're right. Like, you're right. It, they add up. They, well, it's like all, get, just to be clear, I am not. I'm. I am still a noob on Twitter because of how little I use it. It's like uh, when you get back in the day, you didn't have unlimited texting, and uh-huh. so yeah. Liz and I were dating, and so we texted all the time. And so we'd get our like phone bill in the end of the month. My dad would come in and be like, really, son? 10,000 texts this month. I'd be like, no, no, there's no way. He's like, look at it. That's the your last, number in 10,000. The last That's one's so Brody. I just take a guess how many Brody has. 14,000. Uh, I'll just say not even close. Geez. Just to see if Connor gets any closer. Not even remotely close. 50,000. Closer, 43.7,000. Oh, Jeez. take that, Hunter. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know how long he's been on Twitter. And that was double or nothing. Triple, quadruple <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> Congratulations, Connor. Uh, yeah, I I, th- I was looking through that last night, and I was like, because I would have, when I first was like going to look up Connor's, I was like, yeah, probably like 25, 30 tweets. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 78. I was like, ooh, these guys are going to be all over the yeah, place. That's, that's crazy. I feel like an idiot. I really just wanted to point out to you, like, your Twitter addiction is really what this is about. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, this is an intervention. Your, your Twitter addiction. This isn't even a podcast. We're not recording. <laughs> the, right the, now. Yeah. <laughs> I know it looks like he's recording on your computer since you're producing the show, but we're not. <laughs> I'm in a VR right now. Yeah. AVR. I'm in AVR. What if we've been in VR the whole time? That, that means audiovisual <laughs> recording, but audio we're not. Here's an AV. <laughs> uh, so Welcome to AV Club with Hunter, Trevor, and Connor. So we were approximately <laughs> we're like right at a month away from the beginning of Las Vegas Challenge, uh, the official start of the season. 
Um, so I wanted to do. When's the memorial? That's my official start of the season. That's in March, so oh, over a month away. Never mind. I'm All right, happy. we're a month away from the official start <laughs> of the season. Uh, so what I want to do is I want everyone to give me a wild prediction that you think might be true about MPO and FPO. No, you have to guarantee them. It's not you owe us each a hundred dollars. No. Oh. MPO and FPO prediction. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Of what? What are you going to think this happens? Just something wild. MPO and FPO oh, division. just any just anything anything wise. Here, just anything. Yeah, it, it doesn't could, even have it to be, be anything. Yeah. Yeah. It could just be like Trevor's anything. Trevor's going to play with the polecat all season. Gotcha. Wild. Gotcha. Yeah. See if that comes true. Um. All right. Here's my my MPO prediction. <laughs> Eagle McMahon and Ricky Wysocki will win more than the rest of the tour combined. That's, that's my MPO prediction. I, like I think that's reasonable. I think that is a. It sounds crazy, but you think about it. I think it contradicts it. my prediction. So this could. And be then fun. my FPO prediction is nobody outside of my top six, which is Missy Gannon, Katrina Allen, Hannah Bloomros, Evelina Solonen, Paige Pierce, and Kristen Tatar, will win an FPO event as long as the entire top six is present. Oh, not a single wow. person. It's a good caveat. That means that means not a. Not Haley King, not Valerie Mandejano, not Sarah Holcomb, not Macy. That Bell also Diaz, contradicts one of my predictions. <laughs> good. Uh, so I guess I I'll mean, my you got to admit it's yeah, when all six of them well, are all there. If all six of them are there, very it's gonna, hard yeah, to it's beat. It's gonna be them. very hard to beat all six of them. But yeah, so I'd be very impressed. MPO. I put that. I don't think anyone in MPO will have more than three Pro Tour slash major wins this combined. Year. Combined. Mm. <laughs> that's, I was trying, that's right I on the line. I switched that number between three and five multiple times. <sighs> I kept t- tiptoeing. I was like, no, it's supposed to be a wild prediction. I'm going with three. Oh, man. I, that, that's a good, that is a very good like borderline wild, but it's tough to think that Ricky or Eagle won't win four. Yeah, I know. But that's what I'm saying. It's like that's where it was right at Especially that line. Especially when like four sounds You're gonna go out to those golf courses and Eagles are gonna smear everybody <laughs> with his rollers. That's what, that's what I was saying though. Like four sounded reasonable, no, so yeah, right, I wanted right. to be wild. Three, three. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that's that. It's a wild prediction. Uh, my wild FPO prediction is I think that Valerie Mandahano wins a pro tour and finishes top three at a major this year. <laughs> All right, here's I almost prediction. put wins a pro tour and a major. Like, oh right, my gosh. <laughs> that's too wild. Oh, Let's go yeah. finish the top three and wins okay. a pro tour. All right. I, it wouldn't surprise me if she won a pro tour, but for MPO, I'm going to say Chris Dickerson wins at least three pro tour events. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's supposed to be wild. So that's fair. Hey, it's supposed to be hey, wild. He's gonna have extreme confidence with this deal with Discraft. Is a huge. There's hype around him. I feel like there's hype around Chris Dickerson for like one of the first times. Right. Sometimes, well, maybe that's a bad thing. Could be a good thing. Could be a bad thing. I don't know. I'm just coming. This Depends is supposed to be predictions. Okay, I'm You're right. To be no, wild that is a it. good wild prediction. And my other one is gonna be that Haley King gets out of her contract with Innova early. Well, she only has a one year deal, I believe. Is that confirmed? So, I'm, so you're saying she's going to leave, she's gonna leave mid-season is what he's saying. That's his prediction. Oof. Is that your prediction? It's what I, he I said. I feel like he didn't Oof. know that. When I did not know that. Let me let me confirm. Because I feel, Haley King, I feel like didn't say well, it was the also supposed of years. To be a, I was also supposed to do a wild prediction okay. for 2022. Well, then if she so didn't. she has to leave this year. Yeah, well then if But she, it's not a wild prediction if she only signed a one-year deal. Correct. But, if it doesn't say her deal, then she's only there with them for a year. <laughs> okay. I think, it doesn't say. Well, then I could have sworn we knew. It I was predict she's not deal. with. Them I'm pretty for sure more it's because maybe she said, we just said. That I think we, her Instagram caption said, "I'm going to be representing Enova for the 2022 season." Yeah, and so we all just were like, "Oh, maybe the we just deal. Oh, okay, deal." So that might that 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 still so it's qualifies. Not, it's not that hot of a take. It still qualifies though. We don't know if it's one year deal or not. Mm-hmm. Do you want a caveat take if it's only a one year deal? If it's well, is she gonna? Are they gonna say something about it being a one year? Well, deal if she leaves her contract early, we'll know. If it's a one-year deal, just say she won't re-sign with them. Okay, she won't re-sign with okay. them. Okay, okay. There you go. I don't think she will re- I, don't I don't think, think so either. I don't think so at all. Um, and your MPO was Chris Dickerson will win three or more times. Mm-hmm. Can you look in the camera and give me that one just for just oh, for a TikTok? Confident, confident. Yeah, that'd be great. Chris Dickerson is going to win at least three Pro Tour events this year. I'm confident. I'm confident of it. Beautiful. Thank you. I, no I, I'm not going to use it. You're don't worry. <laughs> no, yeah, I trust you. Nothing's going to be used with that. Like, I don't I know, I, there, there's no way that you'd humiliate You're me. You're cuckoo. You guys said predictions. I was trying no, to make hey, it exciting. Hey, that was a wild prediction. I appreciate you. you. Thank are you. Cuckoo. And you said that one of your predictions was that no one's going to win more than three. How many events? And so then I was just saying, I, I can buy Pro Tours and Major. You I think guys Chris are, Dickerson's going to be one of them. You guys are definitely sleeping on how absurd mine was because I basically need Ricky and Eagle to win like a combined like 10 events. Yeah, I think I think yeah, when Trevor's you stupid. when you said <laughs> it, I think I thought 
I'm gonna need you, you to say that. Like, will you say that in the camera for me? Actually, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, yours. There's no chance. Yours Here's happens. the thing, though, is and as crazy as that sounds, again, when I say it, it still wouldn't shock me because I think they each. I think they want to combine what probably nine events this year, something like that. So like we weren't that far off of it. You just said pro tours this year, though, right? Like yeah. you're not talking pro tour and majors. Yeah, in your prediction. I think I did. I don't know which one I said, but I, I think I said on tour. So, so take that what you want. Take yeah, you, take with a grain you, of salt. Whichever way it benefits me is the way I'll I'll swing it. All right. I feel like I'm falling apart this podcast. Hopefully, I can bring it back with in the bag. You're not. I feel I feel like all my answers for in the bag is so in the bag silly. in the no, bag, no, in the bag okay. is a setup in so. the bag. <laughs> all right, we're going back. We're bringing back in the bag. I guess we got a few more chances. If I I'm gonna have to basically sweep to not have to make Trevor and Kenzie uh, and dinner. Brooks and Brooks. Bright side, I get to spend an evening with Trevor. I'm not so. sure how you're going to make that, but... Well, he's not, you're not going to be able to go to his house. He's not going to invite yeah, you. Yeah, he's not going to invite me over. I'll, no, I'll you just, can just drop it off. I'll just drop it off. <laughs> no, the bet was... It'll be at my house, because I'll invite him over to surf him. Mm, gotcha. There you go. There we go. That's 140. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope you like chicken tenders and mac and cheese, because that's do. all I can make. I do. No, dude, salsa chicken. You said oh, that. I, I, salsa I make chicken. A mean, I don't right. even know what that is. I want a mean salsa chicken. What is, what is, what is salsa chicken? It's, it's salsa chicken, and chicken. Salsa cheese. There's but like nothing there's, wrong with that. There's, there's more, single there's thing wrong more with that. seasoning stuff to it, but that's the basic. It's salsa chicken. It's just like a I Mexican chicken. I should know. I should know. I'm going to eat your salsa chicken and then force myself to throw it up all over the place and just act like <laughs> it was like heck? disgusting. You're a psychopath. <laughs> I am. Dang. All right. In the bag. Uh, in the bag, salsa chicken edition. <laughs> phrases used to describe disc flights. Now I don't. Who won the I last won time? the last one. Did I win the last one? I do. Not I think know. you did. I think I did. I think you did. By gosh, I think Let's I did. Let's just say you did. Wait, 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 wait. What are the standings? I'm sorry. This is important. Is it, it's been is a it long phrases time. Phrases used to describe disc flights, or is it phrases used to describe discs? Flights. Flights. Yeah, disc flights. Okay, I think I'll still that'll still work. <laughs> yeah. I thought it, I was thinking like wait like like someone's doing there in the bag and the way they describe their disc. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the way it flies. The way it flies. Yeah. Not just like you're it's not. Gummy. You can't I'll, say it's it's, fine, it's you fine. can't say it's gummy, but you can say it's flippy. You know what okay, I mean? Okay. No, sorry. Don't do um, it again. Shoot. Do we know the standings? No, not really important right now. I feel like it's like I feel like it's like four. I can figure this one, out. One one. I mean, four, we don't two, tweet one? much from the grip lock. It might be account. like four two two maybe. I we think don't tweet all much. Mine, all three, mine two, still two. work. We don't tweet much from the grip lock account, so I'm gonna figure this out really quick. Yeah, what's the number for grip locks? How many how many tweets does grip locks have? How do you even figure that you out? Scroll, Trevor? start scrolling down. Look right there. Oh, you want to guess? Eighty seven. He's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> it was eighty seven. Uh, he saw it. <laughs> he definitely saw it. <laughs> That's well, funny. I okay. understand. So the last one we did, Trevor won. No, 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 no. No, it was that The one. last one we did, we I won. won. Yeah, the snacks. So I have one. Hunter, Connor Trevor with, has the, one. Uh, with the scandalous gum answer. Trevor has two. Snacks. Trevor has three. I should have won Hashtag gum's a snack. Trevor has four. I think it's four, two, two or four, two. Connor one. has one. I have two. Connor has two. Four, two, two. And that's it. Four, two, two. Four, two, two. So Oof. it's basically just Connor, which one of us can. How many? Oh, we have to. One of us has to win one. So we have to beat Trevor. Mm-hmm. And he's Wait, the one that came up with this in the back. I just hope that people... Because it's not like who comes in second or my third. My answers are not well, like... It's just, re- it's just between the two of us who's going to make Trevor a meal. Exactly. My, my yeah. answers well, are they, not they, revolutionary. If one of us sweeps means. if one of us sweeps the rest of the true, season, true. we might be able to do it, but it's going to take some... Okay, so, who, so I won last, so I get to decide the order. I don't like deciding the order because I don't really know which I is I think I'm going to go... <laughs> Trevor, okay. Connor, me, okay. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna lead off with my, one of my favorite disc golf terms and the most obvious one to me, at least the first one that came to my mind when I came up with this category, and that is, it's beefy. Nice. Yep. I just love that we. Oh, that just made me think of another one. Too late. I already took it. Okay. Mine is meat hook. Yep. There it is. That's a good one. That's my. That's a like one hook. of my other favorite ones. Oh, that thing's a meat hook. Yeah. All right. So I've got. I'm gonna go with the other really common one, I guess. That's flippy. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I have to take that one. And then for my second pick, I'm gonna say it glides for days. It glides for days. Mm, I was gonna nice say glidey. Okay, so my next one, I've got a really good one. Yeah. Okay, my next one is beat to perfection. Can that describe flight? No. <laughs> you wouldn't say it flies 
beat to perfection. You're right. A disc Again. isn't flying, and you're no. You're right. You're it's right. describing the disc. You're right. I wasn't gonna say anything because I get flamed every time I come. Okay, out fine. I'll just go ahead and pull out my my your trap one. card. Yeah, basically a tilt. That's a great one. That's a great one. Basically a tilt. I like I've that. I've got to do some thinking over here. <laughs> All uh, right, Trevor. So I guess I have two now. So far. Yeah, that's. Well, you say it's beefy. It's beefy. it's beefy. Yeah. All right. So my two, my first one is gonna be. It flips up and rides. Darn it! <laughs> yeah, that was a great one. I've got a really good one. It flips up and rides, and then my next one is it fights the wind. That's I'm a good. Gonna, one. I'm gonna go with that one as well. All right, mine is Ford pushing fade. Gosh darn it! <laughs> I'm gonna have none left. I'm gonna have none left. <laughs> nice. That's I've actually one that's one of my favorites to use, and I've gotten people come after me in the comments all the time. It's no. Apparently, it's, it's not it's a legitimate. common. Yeah, I know. We use it all the time. Yeah. Everyone in this area uses it. But people in the comment section, maybe people in their area don't use it. They're like, that doesn't even make sense. Some discs, How can, some dude, discs fade say, directly left yeah, on the backhand, and say, some push and fade. I agree. Greg Barsby I used it a ton it. whenever he was describing what was. A I use it all the time. I'm just telling you. The people, original people Rock come after me because like they say mm-hmm. it can't have a forward fade. Then it's not fading. I'm like, hey, you. Yes, it can't. I've yeah. had discs that have forward pushing fades. Some discs. It's just stall? instead of a dump. Yeah. Yeah. You have it's beefy and what else, Trevor? It flips up and rides. Flips up and rides. And then it fights the wind. This makes my life easier later. Sorry. And I have meat hood. Meat, meat hook, hook, basically, basically a, tilt a tilt and forward. forward. What'd you say? Forward, forward, forward pushing, pushing fade. fade. Darn it. So you got your last two. <laughs> Even okay. though they've all been taken. They've all, I, I think I have two left, but... I'm Okay. It dumps at the end. Okay. It dumps at the end, yeah. And it just wants to get to the ground. Just wants to get... A lot of a lot of a pattern here with That's our good. answers. There's a lot that relate to it being stable more than I'm gonna I'm gonna go the I've opposite got a, I've direction. Got a good, I think. So now it's my turn, right? Yeah, your last my one. last one is late turn. Late turn, I like that. Mm-hmm. I ended up with a pretty good list. Yeah, you did. That's my, a very solid list. I think my last one is going to be it turns and burns. Mm. I had that well, on my list, and I took of, it out. Kind of balance it out. I took it out just because I felt like. If I said that about a disc, it wouldn't be in my bag. That's what I, I was like. That's yeah, exactly this thing, this thing loves a turn and burn. Well, I mean, that's kind of what you. But want you do, you do describe it, but it's like, be like, dang it, that turn to burn. I think. Well, I don't. People say it a lot. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just usually, a common phrase to describe a, negative, a disc. But yeah, it's not. No, it's used all the time. Yeah. The other one I had on here. Those are all good answers that I never got to use because I didn't want to. But it was my like, if everyone takes mine, is what I have. Yeah. Is it flies like a dead bird. Mm. I had mm. I had it fights I'm out of any angle. <laughs> it fights out of any angle was that's my a good other one. one. That's mm. good. But those are all good answers. That yeah, that list right list. there, I will say this list right these lists right here is a popularity contest. That's a solid list. So I lost. <laughs> um, no, Hunter, everybody give you're gonna hate this. Hey everybody, go give Hunter the win this time. <laughs> I don't hate that because I don't oh, want to. I don't okay. want to have to cook. Never mind. He loves it. So but don't, it's give, okay. don't give him the win not anymore. Work. I thought it would annoy him. It's fine. Trevor's gonna go up five two two. All right, well, I mean, that's all the topics I had planned. <laughs> we went a lot faster through that in the bag segment than I expected. It I'm was, not going to lie to you. Well, there was not, there wasn't any arguments. Is there any update on the Katrina <laughs> Allen? No, I haven't gotten a post notification. Let me just make sure my Instagram isn't yeah, tripping. Dude, she's Can MVP. you check DGA's account? Just see if they've posted it yet. I mean, it's not. It's on not. a scale of one to ten, if she goes to DGA, how shocked are you? Both of you. On a scale of not one to ten? Very. Like genuinely, you got to think about like it because she has like to be an signing eight or a nine, probably. Because she has because to be the signing, amount of money that's that what I'm saying. She be, has to be yeah. signing a four year, five hundred thousand dollar plus deal. I'm gonna very quickly check. Just because I the disc golf manufacturers Multiple. are crazy right now, I'd be like a seven of shocked, like pretty shocked, but like it wouldn't blow my mind. I'm gonna like I'm just gonna be quickly checking like all the places I think she's possibly going to make sure that I'm not missing something here. <laughs> we would be tagged in it. I'm gonna try Maybe. to find someone on debate night was talking about um was talking about golfers and it was very fascinating, but I don't know what list they were using. For what? For earnings? Okay, so here. So this is what's fascinating. Because they were saying that they think that disc golf is goes is going about it the wrong way, and that like basically by logic, Eagle McMahon and Calvin Heimberg would be the next two that need quote unquote need or mm-hmm. will be asking for that million dollar a year deal. 
Right. And this person was using this list of, I believe this is from 20, 2021, so this is last year. Yes. The highest paid golfers. And they're basically saying, like, if you look at this list... It, mm-hmm. It's not correlated to play. No, it is. You're, you're looking at two outliers. Go to the third person there. He's not the num- no no the the outlier is. Oh, you're talking about the right total, here. You're That's the number earnings. one player in the world. Oh, you're saying so. You're saying earnings off course, right? But I'm looking at this. No, number. but this is why they're outliers. Look at the top two guys. No, yeah, I'm they ignoring were, them. They that, got, he tried okay. using Phil Mickelson, and I said that's okay. ridiculous. You can't yeah. use Phil. But Dustin is the next highest, and he was the number one player in the world when he but signed look, all these contracts. Off, no, but off course, sixteen million prize money. Because if you look at the total earning, forty forty million, but twenty four of it came on the course. Off course, sixteen million. Whereas Roy McIlroy has twenty eight million off course. Right, but but Dustin Johnson, Roy McIlroy signed a deal with Nike. His deal with Nike that pays him most of that money. He signed at a time that he, that he was like the biggest thing in golf like that's the thing is these guys are signing huge long-term but the deals. biggest thing or the best player that's the thing he kind of both he was the next tiger woods he was beating his he, biggest his best point was john rom number he, one player in the world was last year but only six million off course earnings. rom is due though rom is due for that kind of deal like if he were to go to like when just based on play or based rory, on what based on play, when rory went to when rory signed he was with titleist when he started his career and he literally, I forget, it was the, I think it was the PGA Championship. He won by like 12. Like, he was like, oh my gosh, this is the next Tiger Woods. He signed with Nike for a massive, massive hundreds of millions of dollar deal. And that's why he got that deal. John Rahm, if he keeps it up, like that, that those kind of deals can be in his future too. So like, yeah, like Rory McIlroy was not some marketable genius. Like he's some guy from little guy from Northern Ireland. Like, but here's the other confusion: John Rahm's more marketable. Is as than of Rory. right now, Ricky Fowler. Now R- Ricky would off be, course is nine million dollars off course, which puts him in Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, Ricky would be more a good than John Rahm. Close to Hideki Matsuyama. Ricky is the case. Same of, as Xander. He, he is a marketable uh, Basically, fan favorite. Basically, the guy. whole point they were because Jordan Spieth off course twenty five million. The the whole point they were saying yes. is the off course endorsements weren't directly correlated to the most dominant players. No, but I think that like Jordan Spieth, for example, that's another guy. He literally has won like three majors, four majors. Like he when he signed that deal with Under Armour, he was the best player in the world. That that's paying him all the money. Like Ricky is a good example because Ricky has not even won a major. He um, has been just mostly like he he's a good player, but he now one thing about Ricky though is he's at Cobra slash Puma and he's like their guy. So like that that is a lot that has to do with a lot of it. And he does a lot of of like ads and stuff like Farmers Insurance. He's big with Rocket. Yeah, but Mortgage. that's that's the point is if you're really he's good marketable. if you're really good at ads and stuff like that yeah. to where you're, no absolutely because there's some players if you put but into an ad it's not gonna here work. the difference is in golf if you are. Super good because like you will not see Xander Shoffley in a commercial, but he still is making a ton of money. Wait, no, he switched to Cal- John Rahm switched to Callaway in 2021 when he was the he was the number one player in the world in 2020 as well. Yes, but so he just signed a multi year deal right, at six million dollars. Callaway doesn't have the money that Nike has. That's the difference. But that doesn't matter. Well, you were Ni- just saying that John Rahm's due. John Rahm just signed at six million. Of I, course, I would. I'm saying that John Rahm, like if Nike wanted to sign John Rahm, they would sign him for that kind of deal that Rory got, like like tons and tons of money. They just but they don't want to sign him. him. I don't know why. That's that's what the guy's point was. Was they would rather have Rory because they feel like they can market him more because it's but not it's not Rory, about performance. They signed Rory so long ago when he was performing. So like, but I, it's not all about performance. Is the guy's whole point, and like it's hard to argue with him here. Well, no, here's here's the thing. Th- okay, so you're Nike, right? Yeah. And you have Rory locked down on this huge long deal. He is the yeah. face of your golf brand. Yeah. Why would you sign John Rom? All right, you're, Dick, you're Discraft. You have Paul McBeth locked in on a long year deal. Right, Why but I'm do just you saying. I'm just Dickerson? saying John Rom could have got the same deal. If Rory wasn't like if Rory wasn't there right now, but they, that but do you not at least see what he's saying? This guy's saying because I think it makes a lot of sense. Say exactly what he's saying. What he said was essentially what she tried using Phil Mickelson, and I said that doesn't work. And then he said, "Well, let me let me." Sh- John Rom then is on okay. the ninth on the list. Basically, he was saying that in golf, the number one players in the world, it doesn't directly correlate to the number one endorsement deals off course because it's more about the sellability, markability, all of that than directly play. And so in, in disc golf. It would be like a Calvin Heimberg might right, get outsold right. by a Kevin Jones. No, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm so that's I'm like never, John. I'm, I'm definitely not going to disagree with the idea that marketability is worth. I, I'm just going to say in golf, I think that your play. I guess it's because there is just more money out there in golf, but I think your play does affect it more in golf because it's harder to get to the top. And then, like I said, like Rory when he signed that deal with Nike, 
he was a, an electric player, but he was just some little kid from Northern Ireland. He was not some like electric personality that was like, oh my gosh, he's the most marketable guy ever. John Rahm, on the other hand, is very marketable, super big personality. Like those, that almost contradicts it in the sense of like, it's just, it's almost like just a right place, right time thing. Cause like if John Rahm had been in Rory's shoes at that time, number one player in the world, he would have gotten that deal. Like I, it's weird. It, it is weird. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just saying they, what you're saying makes sense until I see that he moved while being the number one player in the world and still got six million off course. That's what, because Callaway's got money. You can't sit there and yeah, say Callaway well, ain't got enough money, money to pay him. They have money, but they don't have night. Like, look up the Rory deal. It's literally one of the most absurd deals. Okay, ever. then stop. Don't use Rory. Let's go with Justin Thomas is getting more off course. Then okay, one million more. That's not that crazy. Jordan Spieth. Oh. Of- Mr. Big it, Shot over here, one million, <laughs> not that crazy. No, but Bryson DeChambeau is getting more. Of golf. Bryson DeChambeau is getting three million more off course. I, yeah, okay, Bryson DeChambeau. I think Bryson DeChambeau do, is does more. Like he, I, I think there. I think a lot of it has to do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, but I think a lot of it has to do with what you want to do too. Like sure, sure, but it's not just play. That's the whole point. That's yeah, the whole. I'm not. It's I not even it, my point. I think it's just getting twisted a little bit because I think I think he's saying that. Will like, you just admit that it's not all play? I did. I said that. Okay, that's that's the whole okay, point. So you agree with the guy? <laughs> I think it. Just, I think it just gets a little twisted because I think, like, I think you, I, I think what he might have been trying to say, but that isn't true, is that John Rom can't get those big deals because, like, I don't think that is the case. Like, I think even though, yeah, right so now, so if he's, John Rom was offered twenty five million a year, he's turning it down because he's like, I'd rather have six million and not be in a commercial. No, that's that's not that's not like. I'm just saying if Nike right now, if they didn't have Roy McElroy on their payroll and they, his deal's up and they were looking to sign somebody, John Rahm would probably be the first guy they would look at. And he would get the same deal Roy did. There's nothing holding John Rahm back from that. He is just, and the reason John Rahm and any of you, I think anybody in this top 10 could get that same Nike deal as Roy did. They're all just as valuable to Nike because they are all like high caliber golfers and they can make them marketable. But if they're all just as valuable to Nike, then it again proves his point that it's not all about being the number one most dominant. Like his whole point was not everyone in the top four is going to be worth a million dollars a year in disc golf. I'm trying that's his whole point and that's true. I'm trying his to f- point is true. I'm trying to find the right example to like But like does what I'm what I just said not make sense. It is, but this the the the, the like narrative not, is getting twisted a little bit here. But it's not purely correlated to play. That's the whole point. Yes, no, I agree. Like with top that. five versus top ten. But if in, you're if you're in the top ten in disc golf, I think I think okay, I think this is what it comes down. I think the gap in disc golf is bigger. I think in golf, if you are a, the best player in the world in golf, you can sign that big deal no matter what, and it is worth it to those companies. In disc golf, if you are the best player in the world and you are completely unmarketable. Then there, it is not going to be worth it for some of those big companies to sign you to the biggest deal. I think that's my point. So Ricky Wysocki, in my opinion, Ricky Wysocki, if he is the number one player in the world, which he is right now, right? Mm-hmm. I do not think he's worth um, as big of a deal as Paul is. If you take any one of these guys in the golf top ten, pretty much any of them, and you put them at number one in the world, I think they are all worth that top caliber deal from a Nike. That's my point. That's what I. That's my point. I think the gap is bigger in disc golf between because in disc golf and the difference is in disc golf, they are paying these players based on what they sell with their name on it. In golf, they're using the player's influence to sell just yeah, standard. That's a whole different market. That That's that is the what I'm trying to get at, I think. I, but I, I just thought that just his took me point, on an absolute mind trip. But yeah, that's that is his what I'm point to get. made a lot of sense is all I was saying. No, it was I, like we in disc golf, we immediately think like the next deserving player of the million dollars is Eagle. Which in disc golf, you, I think that no, is true. Yeah, but no. when you go down to Calvin is where it's like, would if I'm a company, if I'm MVP and I don't have James Conrad and I'm trying to find someone to make my face and I'm going to pay them a million dollars a year, am I picking Calvin Heimberg or am I picking a right. Kevin Jones or a Kyle Klein? I, or, think, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like players with big personalities. I think the reason that, at least in my opinion, I think the reason that we when we say oh, Calvin's the next guy to get the big contract. We aren't saying, well, he deserves it. Well, in the sense of like, he's worth that much. We're saying it because the standard's been set by the industry, so he's going to demand that. That's, that's, a, that's, that's the, why we say it, Sure, I think. Yeah. but he can demand it, but will he get it? 
Because that's well, the everybody's going to run out of money eventually. If that's you demand problem. it, well, no, that's the big problem. Because <laughs> yeah. there's only only one more company I think can legitimately pay a player a million dollars a yeah. year and be like okay with it. And it's Innova, and they're not going to do it. Yeah, because after Paul signed his deal, like we started saying, like who's going to be the next one to sign the big deal? We weren't saying it like, well, everybody deserves that deal. We were saying, like, well, now that that precedent is out there, people are going to ask for that deal. Ten years from now, I'm very curious to see what's going on in the disc golf world, sponsorship wise, because it can't be the way it currently is. It just don't. It doesn't make sense. The because right now it's all directly correlated, like you said, to the direct sales, and that isn't. That's not a long term thing. It can't be because you can't have. The top 25, because as more parity increases, the number one player in the world is going to be a little bit more skewed. Because right now, the number one player in the world is kind of dominant. But even last season, it wasn't like that. This season, I think it's going to be even less like that. To where you're not going to have a 2015 like you did of Paul, where the guy doesn't lose. That's not going to happen again. So then it's going to be like, okay, well, I can get anyone in the top 15 and they're going to have a shot at winning one or two tournaments this year. Yeah. And that's it. And so then it's like, it's not so much directly correlated to being at the top and it's also not directly. So then you have 15 people who all deserve a big contract and they all have signature lines and signature discs and all of that. And eventually people are going to be like, I think I'd just rather buy the stock buzz than yeah. 15 different custom stamps. It's like, cause like the way it should work, right. Is like, you're like in golf, for instance, like you're titleist, you're not making, like Jordan Spieth plays Titus clubs. You're not making the Jordan Spieth wedges and those sales from those wedges are paying Jordan Spieth. You have those guys on your team. First of all, you're already a successful golf brand, so you have money to pay these players regardless. But then you're it's part of your marketing budget, essentially. You're saying it's worth it to have these guys on my team because it's going to influence buyers to buy the clubs that they are using. Whereas in disc golf right now, I guess the demand isn't enough just in disc sales, just stock disc sales to be able to say, well, we can just have all these guys on team Discraft, and just them throwing the buzz is going to sell the buzz. We need to make sure that the money is directly lined up to them. And that's how we're going to pay them by like basically creating extra discs that wouldn't have been bought otherwise. Yeah. Essentially it's, it's yeah. like it's extra discs because they know that buyers, they at least it's at, it, it was at this point where p- people would see new discs come out and they would just, kind of impulse buy like ooh I like I want to have the new thing but it's going to get oversaturated if it just keeps happening to where you're right like there is going to be a line where people are like let's just you know buy the stock stuff and then like what is going to happen I don't know. Well I think the issue or the biggest difference they all fly the same. Yeah. <laughs> so the biggest difference in golf when I'm looking at that list is John Rom. Yeah, he only had 6 million off course but he still made 16 million dollars right. this year. Right. That's that's what I when I thought you were going to say that about the list at first when you brought it up is if you notice a lot of those guys that are still the top players right now um, the Dustin Johnsons and John Roms and so on, they're all making more on, on the course, course than they are off the course. Yeah, so he and probably, it's a lot of money. Yeah, because like, yeah, you had Tiger Woods top the list and he had 190000 on course right. and $62 million off playing. course. And he's got lifetime He's not playing deals. and the yeah. guy's brand's worth more than anyone in golf yeah, still. He's got lifetime Phil Mickelson, same type of thing. He had a very great career to where he's still the most mark, one of the most marketable players mm-hmm. and stuff like that to where if you're not, if you're outside the golf world, you've heard of Phil, right. $42 million off course. Once you get down below that, then you have like the current guys. The current there guys, is still some and there are some though. that have big time off course, but for the most yeah. part, off course and on course were pretty close together. Right. And that's, that's where I think disc golf, the future growth is. Yes, is like a company is gonna really needs to be outside companies because it doesn't make sense for Discraft to be like, oh, well, instead of investing a million dollars in a player this year, we're gonna invest a million dollars in right. the Deglo purse. Well, you have like that's not gonna get the return. You have like the different like levels of areas of disc golf and their popularity. You have the money payers are getting paid, um, the amount of discs being made, and then the actual popularity of the sport. The popularity of sport rocketed during the COVID boom of the sport. And then the other two rocketed straight past it, in my opinion. I like think they, so too. They went right on past it. They and freaked that, out. Yeah, the, now what needs to happen is we're back to, okay, we need more eyeballs in the sport. We need more people playing the sports. So they buy more discs. Like we need that column of, to catch back up, to catch back up basically. Yeah. It's kind of like when we were in the middle of the COVID boom, people would ask me like, oh, how's how's your business going? How's your store going? I was like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, yeah. we're, we're booming right now. I was like, no but clue. I don't know how much of this is hype and how much of this is like sustainable growth. Things have settled mm-hmm. down to more of an, a new normal yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. But, and so like, but as, in the midst of it- On the retailer side, yeah. we're kind of sitting back like, you know, we kind of have figured out what our new normal is as far as sales, but the manufacturers are the ones that have all their eggs in the baskets. Yeah. <laughs> They're the ones that have- put all this money forward into um, 
into these players, and they're the ones that are going to have to answer for that if yeah. it doesn't pay off. Essentially, well, because that's what like in the middle of COVID, a disc came in and it was immediately sold. Yeah, every time. But it's because it people had been waiting to see Luna's for six months, right. or they'd been waiting to see Truths for three months, and so truth throwers were like, I don't know when I'm going to see it again. Right. But now the discs are back just sitting on the shelf where to like some you extent. can get They're them. still a little behind, still, but, yeah, but it's gotten better. For the most part, if you want to find a buzz, you, you can, can find, find a buzz. Right. So now we've started to settle into a new normal. And now I'm like, okay, yeah, this is how much we actually grew. Because there was that fake growth. And like you said, I'm worried that some of these contracts were signed here. At the fake growth, And right. then it like leveled mm-hmm. out. And now we're like, all right, we got to sell here. And we're like, okay, but we'll, we're not there. We'll find out. Yeah, it's we, definitely... We will find out. It wouldn't shock me. And the thing is, too, if, the companies are for sure, like Discraft is for sure cash rich to yeah. some extent. So maybe what they've just said is, you know, we're just going to sign big contracts, but these contracts are stuff that we know we can cover at the end of the day because we made yeah. such a good profit. And maybe that's that. They're just like, you know what? If we make it back, we do. If we don't, we are, we are like have a security blanket of income that we made. It just won't... What's going to suck is if... The, if we, what we just said is right and this is kind of like a bubble and the bubble per- bursts and it goes back down and like your player like i don't know let's say um let me just pick chris dickerson we'll, we'll use chris dickerson over the next four years you become the number one player in the world right. and then four years are up and you're like all right it's my time he has a good deal four year one million dollars but it's t- it's his time to get his big deal yeah. and the bubble bursts. and so right. now you're like you're gonna sign oh, a deal the, for less than the two hundred and fifty thousand a year was like that's that's not what the number one player in the world's getting anymore. Well, you gotta, what the you heck? gotta hope that new players. Get or like into if the you game. peaked at the right point, you signed a million dollar a year contract. Like Ricky Paul and Eagle might be able to get that next year. When I think his his contract's up next year. So if you peak at the right time, right. then you get this big deal. Yeah, kind of like you just said with Rory and John. Right, Rahm. that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's Dickerson all about might timing. be John Rom, where it's like a few years from now he's the number one player in the world, and he's like the best deal I can get is nothing compared to what Ricky and Paul are still making. Yeah, it's. Very interesting. It is very be interesting very dynamic. Interesting to watch. But uh, all right, that was a good way to add some time onto the show. Heck yeah, debate night topic coming in clutch. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you haven't already, check out our Patreon. You can become a member of the Heiser Club, get access to ad-free grip locks that removes all of the ads from YouTube. And if we have ad reads, uh, it removes those as well. You can listen to that. We also just started an RSS feed over there, so you can listen to it or watch it on YouTube. Um, well, not YouTube, but watch it the unlisted like Vimeo link over there. Um, and there's also a bunch of other access. You can get access to the Heiser Club store, discount codes, early access to disc drops, all of that. You can find out more at patreon.com slash foundation disc golf. And other than that, we'll talk to you all next Wednesday when we finally find out where Catlin ends up. <laughs> <laughs>